Hi, I'm Alex Rubin, and thank you so much for joining me on my daily teaching podcast, Grace to Your World. You know, the more we understand God's grace, the more do we find ourselves empowered to change our world and to live the overcoming life. Now, with that being said, let's get into today's message and grow in our walk with Jesus together. Uh, Verse 3 says, According as His divine power hath given unto us all things. There it is. He's given us all things that pertain unto life and godliness. There it is again, through the knowledge. Through the knowledge. Everybody say it's about knowing Him. It's through the knowledge of Him, Jesus, that has called us to glory and virtue. And so... This knowledge, like I said, is the correct knowledge. Another translation says, through the correct knowledge of Him that called us to glory and virtue. And so you, now developing this heart knowledge of God, is, Lord, thank you that what I need is already available. Thank you, Lord, that I already have all things pertaining to my life and godliness. Somebody says, Alex, uh, where is it? I I can't see it. Well, friend, that's what faith is all about. You see, Grace and faith always go together. You can't separate grace uh, and faith um, because the way that you receive what grace has made is is through faith. And, and, And so, man, we're still walking by faith, but I want you to understand that the highest way that you can use your faith is, Lord, thank you. I believe I have all things pertaining to my life and godliness. You see, there's nothing wrong with using your faith for a particular promise. In fact, you ought to do that Uh, something you're believing God for. But man, the highest way you can use your faith is, Father, I thank you. I believe I have all things pertaining to my life and godliness. You see? And so that shifts your entire uh, perspective where you're no longer trying to get or acquire. Uh, You're no longer trying to perform to get God to move in your life. No, man, you receive his goodness, his favor, his grace. Because of Jesus, man, I have what I need. Because I'm in Christ, I got what I need. And so now your attention, if you do that, man, your attention is no longer caught up in the carnal. No, your attention becomes Jesus. You see, I want you to understand that it's really about you understanding that because you're in Him, man, because you have this heart knowledge of Him. Paul said, this is all I want, just that I might know Him. Man, that when you understand that the preciousness and, and, and the excellency of knowing Him, man, then He, something amazing starts to happen, then He becomes your treasure now, you see? He becomes your fulfillment, and, 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 and He becomes your peace. Uh, he becomes whatever you need. And man, that is something that can never happen by you just knowing things about Him. No, that is Him becoming real in your heart. And so He's real in your heart. You delight yourself in Him. Man, He's your joy. You fellowship with Him. You talk to Him. And, and, and man, it's just... Whew, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> thank you, Lord. There's something remarkable that happens when you start to, man, move in that fulfillment that comes out of him and that starts to spill over 
into your life, you know. All of a sudden, out of that fulfillment in Christ, the answer shows up. Out of that fulfillment in Christ, the prosperity shows up, uh, the healing shows up. You walking in your purpose and your identity shows up. I trust you guys are catching this. Um, this is how you start to live right. You know, this is how, how you start to get deliverance from, from being in bondage to sin. It's not, it's not you trying to perform, you know, to not cuss or you uh, trying to get rid of those weed habits or you, you know, trying to, you know, whatever the case may be uh, to, to have to do better with your temper. Um, no, man, it's when Jesus becomes your focus, then everything else starts to flow out of that. You see, when Jesus becomes your focus, man, that's how, how he teaches you. Remember, grace is a person. It's Jesus. He's the person of grace. Amen. He is grace. And so, and so he, you're fellowshipping with him. He's real in your heart. Uh, what happens is, man, he's going to help you with your temper. You know, all of a sudden, you just find yourself being more kind and more patient with people. You know, he's going to help you get rid of that habit because, man, all of a sudden, one day you wake up and you realize, man, I went through the whole day and, dude, I didn't cuss. <laughs> you know, and you're like, oh, this is kind of weird. You know, I've never, I don't know, I kind of feel weird about that, but kind of feels good, you know. <laughs> um, so you know, what I'm saying is this, is is that you getting rid of those things is never going to be because of your effort or struggle. Because that was the law, you see. You know, you getting delivered from, from, from that stuff that's not really who you are in Christ is, is you focusing on Him. I have all things pertaining to life and godliness that includes I'm already to the righteousness of God in Him. And, and now you just fellowship with Him. You cultivate that relationship. You practice that relationship. And so, man, this is huge. To know Him in the heart means He becomes our joy. To have heart knowledge of God, man, he becomes so real to you, you understand He's your peace, He's your fulfillment, and out of this will flow whatever is necessary in your life. Good success in our lives will flow out of us having heart knowledge of God. And this is not something you get to overnight, you know, this is something um, you just practice one day, one moment at a time, because remember it's not about your performance. It's just you spending time with Him. You understanding that He's your answer. He's your solution. Uh, he's your, your treasure. And so the focus now is never principle, you know. Uh, principles are important. It's important for us to understand uh, how faith works. But the focus is the person, Jesus. And man, the focus is no longer your performance. The focus is what he's done for you. You see, the old covenant was, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all of your heart, mind, and strength. The new covenant is, Jesus said, This is the commandment I give you, that you love one another. But man, that's not all he said. He said that you love one another even as I have loved you. And so you loving another person flows out of you receiving his love first. New covenant is Jesus first, then us. Old covenant was our performance, then God is going to move. New covenant is Jesus first. I can love because I'm receiving His love. I can live right because I receive His mercy in my life. Uh, I can have good success in my life because I receive His wisdom and His guidance. 
man was never designed to live effectively apart from God. I'm going to say this again. You can't prosper apart from God. There's no such thing as worldly prosperity. I mean, I, I will challenge you to try to find a person who you think is prospering without God. If you could actually see into that person's soul, if you could be with them 24-7, see how they're dealing with their family, see what their relationships are like, see how much peace they really have, then you would find out they're not prospering as much as you think they are. Prosperity is not money. It's not fame or, or, or any of that stuff. No. Prosperity is, is God himself living in your heart. Prosperity is his peace, his shalom, his wholeness touching every area of your life with nothing missing and nothing broken. And man, that soul prosperity that you got in him, the Bible said, I pray that you may prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. That means to the degree that your soul prospers. And so when you prosper in your soul, you're going to prosper in the different areas of your life. It includes finances. It does. It's not restricted to finances. It includes finances, but it includes also your relationships, your business, your career, your livelihood. Um, you see, that is true prosperity. It comes through having intimate heart knowledge of, of God. Praise God. Man, this is awesome. Man, this is awesome, guys. I'm, I'm fired up about this now. Uh, in the time we have left, uh, not anywhere getting as far as I thought I was going to get, but that's okay. There's always next Sunday, amen, or next midweek Bible study. Uh, yeah, let's do this. Let's, let's go. Um, I want you to see Romans chapter 1, verse 21 again. Uh, we looked at this last week, but I want you to see these principles. Now, it's not about principles, remember. Principles are important, but it's not about principles. But here's some things that you can do practically to uh, cultivate your heart knowledge of God and to uh, have Him truly become as real in your life as He wants to be. Romans chapter 1, verse 21. Now, I want you to see again that what, what Adam and Eve ultimately lost in the fall was, was heart knowledge of God. Uh, they lost the knowledge of God. Um, and, and, you know, because of sin, uh, you know, sickness came in, uh, you know, death came into the world, uh, all kinds of stuff came into the world. But remember, man, we are now discovering that all of that is in the world because what man lost was the knowledge of God. Look at this verse here. Romans chapter 1 verse 21 says this. Now, remember, this is talking about mankind in general. Uh, but I truly believe, you know, anything you see in the fall in nature of man had its origins in the garden. And so if this is happening, if this happened with mankind in general, I submit to you, it, it, it had to have its beginning in Adam. And so this is what he says. Uh, Romans 1.21 says, because that when they knew God, and so at one point they knew God, and when they knew God, he says, they glorified him not as God, neither were they thankful but they became vain in their imaginations, and their foolish heart was darkened. Praise God. You see, you can see that it's heart knowledge because he says their foolish heart was darkened. And so at one point they knew God, but what happened was they didn't glorify him as God, neither were they thankful, 
And that's why Satan was able to come in and he was able to tempt Adam and Eve. You see, if Adam and Eve had been grateful, if Adam and Eve had glorified him as God, my, I am very confident in saying that Satan would not have able, he would not have been able to successfully tempt them to eat of the knowledge of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil if they had been doing these things. And so uh, they didn't glorify him as God. They didn't give thanks. You know, there's not a single scriptural account that tells us that Adam was thankful. Uh, and truly what I believe happened was that they just kind of took him for granted. You know, when, when, when God put Adam and Eve in the garden, he put them in a finished work. Uh, everything they needed was already provided. Um, they had all things pertaining to their life and godliness, amen. But they, they never knew anything else. I think sometimes for us to truly appreciate God, man, it's really valuable for us to actually have had uh, some other experience. You know, all of us uh, have some, man, I bet you there's something that you can point to where you can say, man, God rescued me out of that pit. You know, God protected me that day. God made sure I didn't get into that accident. God made sure I didn't get into uh, uh, the business with that wrong person. Uh, you know, so you can point to things where God has rescued you uh, and, 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 and that really makes you appreciate him. They didn't have that. And so I think what, what happened in the garden was they just took him for granted. And so they didn't glorify him as God and neither did they give thanks. And so as a result of the fall, man became vain in his imagination, conjuring up all kinds of other ideas of, of what God uh, was like and, and, and what you know, how to be in right relationship with God. Uh, and, and, and as a result of all of that, uh, man hardened their hearts. Mankind actually hardened their hearts towards God. And so uh, what can we do? What can we get from this uh, verse? What we can get out of this, guys, is, is quite simply this, that uh, if you want to cultivate heart knowledge of God, if you want God to be more real in your life, well, what they didn't do, you want to do. <laughs> and so what you want to do is you want to make sure you're always glorifying glorifying him as God and you want to make sure that you are a practitioner of radical gratitude <laughs> praise God you glorifying him as God is that you're always giving him the glory you see when we don't glorify him as God I believe this is why Satan was able to get in there because when we don't glorify him as God what happens is is we'll, we'll tend to glorify ourselves you see, and, and the fallen nature of man is all about man trying to glorify him, himself. Uh, it's about man ultimately trying to be like God, but without God. And so you want to give him the glory for everything that takes place in your life. Something good happens. God gets the glory for that. We are partakers of his glory. We are the instruments of his glory in this new covenant. But friends, the glory is still his. And you want to make sure that you practice radical gratitude. You practicing radical gratitude means you don't take anything for granted in your life. You give him thanks for all the good stuff in your life. Now remember, the Bible says give him thanks in all things, not for all things, as you don't you don't thank him for the bad stuff. <laughs> you know, you don't thank him for the sickness. No, what you do is in the middle of the sickness, thank him that he's your healing. In the middle of the lack, thank him that he's your provision. In the middle of the confusion, thank him that he is your clarity. In the middle of the fear, thank him that he is your peace you see and so you thank him in all things and man it, I, I guarantee you 
It is extremely powerful to live a life of radical gratitude. A thankful Christian will always be a triumphant Christian. God will become so real in your life when you just begin to thank him in all things. Remember the Bible also says, acknowledge him in all of your ways and he will direct your path. And so the more you acknowledge him, the more you thank him, the more he can now reveal himself in your heart. Amen. Praise God. Look at First uh, Corinthians, excuse me, Second Corinthians, uh, chapter uh, 4, verse 6. Because um, so once again, I want you to see that this is really all throughout Scripture, that this gospel is really about bringing the knowledge of God back to man, uh, enabling man to know God heart to heart. Look at what Paul said here in 2 Corinthians 4, verse 6. He said, For God, who commanded the light to shine out of darkness, watch this now, hath shined in our hearts. God wants to shine in your heart. And look what he wants to do to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. To give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ, in the person of Jesus Christ. And so, in order for you to truly have the right knowledge of God, you gotta understand that comes through Jesus. And to say this again, um, maybe not politically correct, but it's spiritually correct, that correct knowledge of God doesn't come through Buddha, it doesn't come through Mohammed, it doesn't come through any other way, it comes through Jesus. Jesus said, thou hast seen me, thou hast seen the Father. You wanna know what God is really like? Look to Jesus, fellowship with Jesus. Understand that you can't see Jesus, man, and not be uh, transformed, man, to be radically transformed into his image. Praise God. It's about seeing Jesus. So I'm pretty much almost out of time here. Let's see, Lord, where do you want us to go? Let's look at, um, let's just end over here in uh, 1 John chapter 5, verse 20. And I'll just pick it up next time. Uh, yeah, man, I always think I'm going to get further uh, in, in this hour, but time just kind of flies by, guys. <laughs> but, you know, we, I just always, I trust the Holy Spirit is, is, you know, he's bringing out what you needed to hear. And so, man, just receive uh, this word. Um, and, man, this is available to, to anybody. Uh, you having heart knowledge of God, I said it in the beginning, it's not just a few select people, uh, ministers or some anointed person. No, man. In fact, there's unfortunately sometimes people in the pulpit, they don't have heart knowledge of God, <laughs> you know, uh, because we're in a fallen world. Um, not everybody who's, who's, minister, who's a minister means they have heart knowledge of God. No, heart knowledge of God is the very essence of the Christian life, and it's available to everybody. It's available to you. Spend time with Him. And so look at this verse here. We'll finish at this today, and we'll pick it up next, uh, next week. Um, 1 John chapter 5, verse 20 says this. He says, And we know that the Son of God has come. Praise God. And look what he did. He, and he says, And hath given us an understanding. What's the understanding? That we may know him that is true. 
and we are in him that is true even in his son Jesus Christ this is the true God and eternal life what he's saying is Jesus the Son of God he came into the world and what did he do he gave us an understanding and so if Jesus came to give us an understanding that understanding wasn't there before Jesus came remember grace and truth did not come into the world until Jesus came into the world the law gives you that incomplete picture of God Jesus came to give us an understanding and watch this that we may know him say again it's about knowing God Jesus came to give us understanding to enable us to know him that is true which is God and he says and we are in him that is true even in his son Jesus Christ and he says this is the true God and eternal uh, life and and we are in him because the only way you can really know him is through now being in him Jesus came to give us give us an understanding and when you receive Jesus man now you're in in him Christ is in you you're in, in him and because you're in him now you can know God heart to heart and so this is really talking about again like uh, John 17 3 this is talking about the that the most important thing that the thing that Jesus came to do man the reason Jesus died on the cross was you know to make heaven available to us uh, it's, but that's not all there is it's about it's not just about missing hell it's not even just about seeing the promises of God in our lives no man Jesus died on the cross so that that enmity that existed between God and man because of sin so that that could be taken care of and so now sin can no longer keep God and man apart Jesus died on the cross to take care of that enmity so that now sin can no longer keep you from knowing God heart to heart in fact the answer for you to get out of the sin the answer for you to get out of the addiction the answer for you uh, to, to, to get out of whatever the bondage is in your life is let God into your heart and someone says Alex I'm not sure if that can really be that uh, powerful or important friend it is <laughs> you know it is amen <laughs> because the Bible said that the issues of life come out of the heart and so what's in your heart is that powerful it's gonna affect everything else in your life when you got God in your heart man now you're enabling God to touch the different areas of your life and so the most important thing for you to do is up your one-on-one -on -one time with Jesus you want to see breakthrough cultivate that relationship fellowship with him spend time with him amen now next time we're gonna look at this some more and we'll look at um, we'll go into this some more and, and we'll look at just um, some things that Paul said about that I might know him and the power of his resurrection and you'll see that knowing God heart-to-heart -heart like this there's that's what activates the power in your life that's what enables him to that's 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 what enables his power to touch all of the different areas of your life and so this is about knowing God it's about knowing him heart to heart amen it's not just about you knowing things about him it's good to know things about God but you want your head knowledge to be heart knowledge 
Hey guys, thank you so much for joining me today. I'm Alex Rubit. You have been listening to Grace to Your World. Be sure to join me again on our next podcast as we continue growing in our understanding of God's grace. Now to learn more about our ministry and to download the full-length audio of this and other teachings, simply head to graceworldonline.org. For information on how to become a Grace Vision partner or how to make a gift of any amount to our ministry, simply head to graceworldonline.org forward slash give. And I pray that you continue to see God's grace manifesting richly in your life. And I look forward to talking to you again on our next podcast.